Welcome to Light Warrior Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Karen Can, author of the number one best-selling book, Sensitivity is Your Superpower, How to Harness Your Gifts, Fulfill Your Purpose, and Create a Life of Joy. And if you are new to my channel, would love for you to hit the subscribe button if you're watching this on YouTube. And then I have a free gift for you. It is called the Sensitive Soul Empowerment Guide, the three ways of navigating your way to more peace, positivity, and personal power, specifically for highly sensitive souls. So you can get that at sensitivesoulguide.com. And today, talk about someone doing her mission. I have the wonderful Renita Brannon with me today. And let me tell you a little bit about how we met. So uh, a few years ago, I believe I was in, let's see, I think it was Florida. And um, and they are uh, um, awarding this award to this really fit, cut athletic looking woman on the stage <laughs> and I'm like who is that you know this is at the LifeWave convention and uh, I was like wow here's somebody who's highly highly successful and full of life and bubbly and I immediately felt oh I love how, how she's so bubbly because I'm like that bubbly as well and then Renita and I actually you know talk specifically to each other when we were in Aruba recently at the LifeWave uh, yes. trip incentive that we, we we both won got to know each other got to meet some of her kids and um, anyway friends now <laughs> which is super amazing now uh, Renita is on a different LifeWave team uh, for me and we're both doing our moving shaking thing in, in different aspects and and today we actually uh, have her here to talk about the PFC plate and I know if you're you're like what <laughs> So that's okay. Just hang on. We're going to tell you a bit about it. This is an invention of Renita's that has been extremely successful in the world of diabetes. And uh, let me tell you a bit more about her besides her being my LifeWay friend. So she's a media personality and a nutrition exercise and wellness expert. She's a clinical exercise specialist. She has over 25 certifications. She has been training and educating uh, people of all ages from the children to the elderly to people with chronic illnesses, including Parkinson's. She's written a number of best-selling books, um, including a book on CBD and fitness. She has three beautiful sons. The whole family is very active, and I can <laughs> I can say yes, they are. Uh, and the wonderful thing that makes her a soul sister of mine is she believes in freedom. Um, I mean, she lives freedom, and just like me, um, and believes that health freedom, financial freedom is very important. And, and it's really a passion for us to really help empower people to be able to be free in many different ways. You know, she was featured in the uh, magazine you see uh, in the grocery store here in the U.S. called First for Women alongside Dr. Daniel Amen, who's very famous, uh, and sharing the scientific results of her PFC plate study. And we're going to talk to her today about how this invention of hers has really revolutionized and actually simplified how people can self-heal from their diabetes through nutrition in a very simple, straightforward way. So thank you, Renita, for being here. I'm so excited you're here. Thanks for having me. I love you. I love that. That was awesome. Uh, I just want to give you a hug. I'm like, I love you, lady. You're so high energy. I can feel the love. I can feel the energy. So uh, thankful to be on this with you today. Oh, that's great. Well, you know, one of the things I've been really impressed with is that, um, and, and of course, sometimes we, we reflect, you know, other people that we, we meet. And I see you're very outspoken on Facebook, as am I. I think we've both yeah. been censored a number of times um, <laughs> and, yeah. and really uh, an advocate for natural health and wellness. And yeah. you have you make no qualms about being outspoken, which I absolutely love that about you. So tell us about how did you, Renita, become, first of all, this this media personality, um, you know, being an expert in all these different areas and your passion. And then tell us what happened during the pandemic and where you are going from you know there to here awesome yeah so i've all you know there's really two dominant motives in the human psyche right it's freedom or fear and uh those both are very very motivating for people as we especially witnessed in the last four years but my motivation has always been freedom and i love people um getting physically free financially free um emotionally free all of those things because i feel like that is where the power is at and uh, how my journey with health and fitness, I mean, it began over 25 years ago. I've been at this a long time. 
thank God I'm wearing the patch, right? Because we feel so much younger. In fact, today I thought this is the best I've ever felt. Um, but my journey has been extensive. I started with my grandfather. He had multiple strokes. And I remember as a young girl, just helping to bathe him. Um, and I remember thinking as a young girl, like, no one should have to live like this. Here he has his grandchildren bathing him. It's got to be uncomfortable for him. It was uncomfortable for us, but, you know, he had a stroke, paralyzed on the one side. And so that really kind of set in motion this um, objective of mine, which was really to help people never to have to live like that. Like I really wanted to, my, my role was prevention, right? And so if we can prevent that from ever occurring, then we're going to be in a really uh, positive, healthy spot. So I went to work on that, you know, so i over the last couple decades, got lots of certifications for fitness, nutrition, health, wellness, written a couple of books, like you said, but eventually I did a lot of uh, radio. So I was kind of a radio um, person every single week talking health and wellness on different radio stations. And then one day somebody said to me, you know what, we want you on uh, the morning show. And I thought it was going to be a one-time um, thing. And it ended up being an eight and a half year uh, run where I was educating the state of North Dakota and South Dakota um, about health, wellness, nutrition, all the things that I'm so passionate about. So it was really a blessing for me to be on there. I felt like I just got to speak life into people. Every single week, I actually had my own segment called Wellness Wednesday. Uh, and so we did that every single Wednesday. And then I ended up actually being the morning co-host um, wow. of that segment over a period of, uh, you know, those eight years. So it was really an interesting uh journey for me. And I believe that, you know, our best is yet to come. I really am a big believer in glory to glory. And, and you know, God never takes you from something good to something bad. I mean, there might be a pitfall in between, but you're going back to the high mark. So I'm believing that the next thing is even bigger and greater um, than the viewing audience. It was difficult for me to get off the news and leave the news because it was part of who I was and what I did in our community. And um, I had such a, I had such a tremendous joy doing it you know, every week. And so, yeah, when the pandemic started, um, I was really a freedom believer with all vaccines. My last two children have not had a single vaccine. My oldest son, I chose not to vaccinate, vaccinate when he was three. He's 23. So I was like 20 years ahead of the curve of wow. all this. I'm like, finally, people are figuring this out. I was the mom who got rid of, you know, the unhealthy cleaning products 20 years ago, right? Radical. Wow. Um, anyway, and so they knew at the news station that I was very pro-freedom and pro-choice, pro pro-education with the vaccine. And all of a sudden, um, I was on and I started saying to people, you know what? This is a great time to be well. You're all caught at home. For all these years, you've said, I don't have time to exercise. And now all you have is time because you can't yes. go anywhere. So exactly. we're going to get you healthy. And it was awesome. Like I had this, you know, extensive plan that I was going to lay out while everybody was at home. We're going to get them all fit in their houses. Um, you know, I had helped the state of North Dakota to lose 50,000 pounds of fat with the PFC <laughs> method before. So I thought, oh, we're going to do round two. We're going to double it. We're going to lose 100,000 pounds of fat because we've got a captive audience now. And I started talking about vitamin A and vitamin D and the importance of deep breathing and the importance of not letting fear get the best of you because it, of course, tanks our white blood cell count. And so um, just sort of talking about our immune systems and how it's so important to keep them strong and supplements and just a thought process of what we can do. And once you know what, I got called, that was like the Friday before Easter, and I got called Easter Monday, and they said, Renita, you're moving in a different direction than us. And I'm like, what do you mean? I just made a carrot cake <laughs> with carrots talking about how important vitamin A is to protect the epithelial lining of the lungs to, you know, to combat this crazy whatever right, it is that's right. going around. And, uh, and now you're telling me that I don't align. My alignment and my direction has been and will always be health and healing and freedom. And so he said, yeah, you're just moving in a different direction than us. We're just going to take a break for a while. I mean, I almost, I almost couldn't believe it. You know, it's basically getting fired right? You're fired. Oh my gosh. And, uh, and I just thought to myself, what is going on here? And it was really interesting, Dr. Karen, because before that I had said to my husband, Scott, there's really a misalignment um, going on with the media. And this is before we even had the revelation like we have now, right? But I, I remember we had this kind of major crisis up here in North Dakota called DAPL. It was this pipeline thing with was running through a reservation and there was all kinds of lawsuits and crazy stuff going on. And it went on for a long time, went on for a year. And a lot of people got hurt and a lot of people, I mean, lands were destroyed. It was crazy what happened in here. And um, I remember walking into the news station after that event and it was all done. 
and and everybody was just long faced. I remember saying to the morning co-host with me, I said, why is everybody so sad? And she looked at me and she goes, well, Renita, Dapple is over. And I said, I know, isn't it fantastic that it's finally over? Like, praise the Lord, you know? And she said, she said, you know what we need? We need another crisis. And so when she said that, I said, to, I came home that day and I just was really uneasy in my spirit because I thought these guys just play and, and reap the benefits of crisis, which is exactly the opposite of who I want to be. I want to get everybody so they're health and wealthy and free and they don't have to worry about crisis. They're not having that knee jerk where they're respond, they're, they're reacting instead of responding. Right. And so for me, I was like, I came home that day and I said to my husband, I said, there's such a misalignment going on with me and the news station. And I probably predicted my future, Dr. Karen. I probably, <laughs> I probably, he said, my husband even said, be careful what you speak. And I was like, I don't know, it's such a misalignment for me being there right now. Mm. And so it continued for another year and then they dropped the hammer on me, but my biggest days are ahead of me. They're not behind me. And so that, that, those 300, 400,000 people that I got to speak into the lives of every week, I feel like that was the warm up. And so God's got something really tremendous in store. Um, for all of us, not just me, but for all of us. And so that's kind of where the journey has led me. And, and on that journey, well, in that eight and a half years, I created the PFC plate, which we're going to talk about. Yes, um, we're going to talk about this amazing yeah, convention. So cool. Yeah, the cool invention. It actually helped the state of North Dakota to lose about 50,000 pounds of fat. So many times on the morning show and my weekly segment, I would feature different guests that had got off their diabetes medications, metformin, insulin. I would feature guests that had lost a hundred pounds using the PFC plate. Um, I got, I feature guests that got off a handful of medication, right? Oh, so man. for me, it was just a labor of love. And I loved, I love just seeing the results and people taking control of their health by believing they could. And so that's what the plate really allows people to do. It's just a tool. We know that tools rule. I always say just like a patch, right? Tools rule. And so, um, when you have the right tools in your arsenal, wow, you can do great things with your health. So, yeah. Okay. Kind of well, how did you decide to right make here. the plate in the first place? And then what was the, like, you know, what was the timeline of, because, of, you, you, you know, you shared some some science stuff, some, some oh, results yeah. uh, when we were together in Aruba. And that's why I grabbed you and I said, you need to come on Lightwire Radio and share these results. So, so, so give us that whole story, how it how it was created and where we are now. Absolutely. So about 17 years ago, um, I really came onto the concept of PFC every three, like a baby. What that means is you're eating protein, fat, carbohydrates every three hours in smaller portion sizes. So you never overindulge um, and you never underindulge. Now, with that being said, I do believe there is a time and a place for fasting. I myself fast for periods of time. I think it's very good to reverse neurodegeneration and get rid of the cobwebs in the brain. Um, so I think that there's really good science that goes along with that. But as a whole, I feel like people are um, overfed and undernourished, right? Mm -hmm. So they're just eating large portions of food that has no nutrient density. And so it's, it's, almost, it's almost an oxymoron to think of a, a malnourished, obese person. But that's exactly what we have in our country, right? Yes. When you look at the have you ever been to the Worldometers? Have you ever been to the Worldometers? Oh, yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it shows like the incidence of obesity and it's like, this is how fast the obesity is happening. So it's, I mean, it's it's a pandemic. It's a real pandemic actually. Um, sure. And so, and as we know that people that were obese and did have blood sugar issues did not handle any type of uh, situation in the last four years as well as, uh, you know, we, we learned that as that went on. But anyway, long story short, I was, the tool I was using, Dr. Karen, you know, those white stacks of paper plates that you get for like four bucks, they're white, they're really flimsy. Well, that was my tool. I would take it into workplace wellness. I would take it into schools. I would take it into gymnasiums. I would take it into reservations, wherever I was going to teach. And that was, I would hand everybody a blank paper plate. That's what they'd get as their like handout. And I make sure that everybody had a pen. And I taught them, I basically would draw the plate into thirds, which now on the plate, it's actually drawn into thirds. Um, but I would have them draw, almost look like kind of a peace sign, right? Um, just actually, it does. Thirds. Yep. And then I'd have them put P, F, and C. And I would educate them about what proteins were, what fats were, what carbohydrates. And it was really interesting to me. Like, I would go into college elite settings where I would be, I mean, these guys were like Division One athletes, incredible athletes. And I would say, 
hey, can you guys name um, a protein? And they'd holler out oatmeal. I'm like, ah! and I'm like, and these are like, these are like elite athletes. And they really oh, dear. had no work. Yeah, they had no working knowledge of nutrition, right? And so wow. I realized it was not just, it was not just like, some people that needed the education. I think that most people need base education because the education that we've received from things like my plate and the pyramid that actually has created obesity in our country, right? When they created that mm. pyramid. And these are governmental guidelines you're talking about, right? Because that yeah, we have the some audience guidelines. in yeah, Switzerland and other places. So we're talking about U.S. guidelines. Yeah, the U.S. Gu- okay, that's right. So the U.S. Sorry about that. Yeah, the U.S. guidelines. It's a the U.S. guideline. Uh, remember, it was my my uh, pyramid. They called it. And on the bottom, it said eight to eleven servings of pancakes. Oh, carbohydrates, right? Are you kidding me? If you ate eight to eleven servings <laughs> of all of that bread, you are going to be not feeling well, right? And so the whole thing has been really. Um, well, I believed it. I'm going to tell you, Renita. I'm embarrassed. You know, yeah. they say medical doctors have like two hours of nutrition and all their four years of medical school. Yeah. Um, I think I fell asleep during mine because I didn't like the teacher. <laughs> and right. I was so under, you know, like I was, I, you know, didn't have enough sleep. So I think I fell asleep, didn't really remember anything. Yeah. Well, look so. at you now. Look at you now. Right. <laughs> It's, it's what we learn as we continue to grow. So, right. you know, you well, know I, I figure, well, the government should know, right? They probably have data. I, I don't have time to read the data, but they must have data. So I'm just going to follow whatever they say, because that's what our, our, you know, that's what we're being taught. So I just thought, okay, I my poor parents, I was like, okay, we're doing fat free now, right? This is what's it, you know, cause you have heart disease. So we got to do fat free and da, 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 da. well, I didn't actually explain how to eat healthy fat free. Cause I didn't even know myself and right. get this. Their dietitian is like, probably didn't know either because the dietitian in our hospital at the time was literally about 300 pounds. And I'm like, how's anybody ever going to listen to her, right? Because she didn't look healthy. No. And, then, no. and my, my dad had a, an, a, a heart attack uh, in Canada. And I went into the ICU and he goes, oh, my gosh, can you bring me some food from home? I looked mm-hmm. on his plate. And I know you know what this already looks like. But on his plate was a white hamburger, probably GMO-laden bun, right, with a single beef patty a, I think a leaf of lettuce. I don't know if there was a tomato and like ketchup and jello. Um, I'm like, uh, this man's a diabetic with heart disease and you're feeding this crap. (laughs) I was just like not happy. Yeah. You know what? I just put a post, I think this last week out, Dr. Karen, I said, I'll trust that they're actually in it for our health. When I see, that they change the food that they're serving these patients. I'll yes. actually believe it. Like at this right. point, I mean, I have, I have friends of mine that actually are doctors and nurses. And I mean, they can't believe it. I actually know somebody that went into the hospital setting recently and they have a cake business here in town and they literally had contracted with Sanford, which I don't know if you guys have Sanford for you at, but that's a big hospital establishment up here. And they contracted with Stanford to give every patient bunt cakes. What? And I'm like, oh yeah, let's pour sugar on inflammation. Like, oh my gosh. I'm just like, who does oh my that? gosh. Who well, and then, this, right? yeah, and then there's like, uh, you know, they, they're giving, um, new moms, even if they've, they want to breastfeed, they give them a whole basket with all this formula and everything in it. And, and there's a, there's a bit of this uh, emotion of, I got this free stuff. I should use it. I don't, I can't, I shouldn't waste it. You know, oh. even if you don't want it, it's like, no, no, it, it's yours. It's a gift. Right. Oh my right. gosh. Oh it's my like gosh. some manipulation that way. And now we're that supposed to be kind it. and say, thank you. We're supposed to be kind and say, thank you. Right. Um, I was going to show you an example of the PFC plate. Can I screen share with that? Can you sure, see that? Sure, absolutely. Yeah, so that, this is kind of an example. I mean, we don't you don't just eat leafy greens, but, you know, you're measuring the amount of protein, um, the amount of fat, and, of course, the amount of carbs you're having. So we want carbs. We want things like squash and beautiful vegetables and things to eat, right? Um, but like you said, I mean, the whole thing, the training has been wrong from day one. Um, and now the my plate that the government has not to be confused with the PFC plate, because the PFC plate <laughs> is the correct tool, but the my plate, when you look at it, it literally, they tell you to eat fruits, vegetables, and grains. So it's like 50 to 60% carbohydrates, 
which is just creating diabetes. Oh. It literally creates diabetes. Can, do you so, mind? Can we, can we like have you go from flip from one to the other in the, so for those of those folks that are watching the, the zoom version of this, you'll actually see the difference. So, so some people, especially those that are not in, in the U S aren't, are not familiar with, my plate, but okay. this is the governmental advice, and I think oh, Michelle go, Obama was. Yeah, the let me go find host. it real quick on the internet. I'll show it to sure. you. But it, yeah. My plate is. Um, it's almost. It's almost comical when you see what's happening. And in fact, it's crazy because I had a girlfriend of mine. This is a great story. I had a girlfriend of mine that actually went to um, my plate. Uh, she went to a meeting for diabetes. It was all for people with diabetes, and they were teaching the my plate. And she they said, "Renita, everybody was getting." Here we go. Uh, let me see if I can share this. This was this is the government one now. This is the government one. So of course we know that fruits, vegetables, and grains. Look at this. I mean, we are talking three quarters of the plate here, Dr. Karen, is carbohydrates. So what people don't know is that fruits and vegetables are carbohydrates. Right. You know, you don't have to have pasta and bread and all these heavy foods. Fruits and vegetables are living carbohydrates. In fact, I teach people living carbohydrates and dead carbohydrates. <laughs> We know about energy, right? Positive and negative charge. And we know that when we're looking at the different uh, fruits and vegetables, they actually help the body to become more electro, uh, electric because they're like basically electron donors, right? They're giving, they're giving electrons to us. How cool is that? So this fact that they have all three of these on a plate is just a total setup for diabetes. And then you have the dairy, which is basically, I'm just going to say it. And the dairy over here. Another carb. There's 12 grams of sugar and milk. I mean, what are we doing here, guys? Oh my gosh. Time, yeah. This, and this is I don't know where to put dairy a lot of time because I don't eat dairy. And, um, cause there's dairy is like, there's the cheese versus the yogurt versus the milk and they all have different compositions. Right. So, and don't get me wrong. Some cheeses and some dairy is, is healthy. And I mean, we do raw goat's milk every single week here. We, I, I love certain types of dairy. Greek yogurt is fine, but let's be honest. When people are eating a lot of dairy, they're thinking ice cream. Uh, even like I said, a glass of milk is 12 grams of sugar. So like, I mean, that is literally for every four grams of sugar is one teaspoon. Right. So you right, got three yeah. teaspoons of sugar, three teaspoons of sugar in your glass of milk. I mean, come on. Think I'm, I'm writing that down. <laughs> And that's just, that's just the milk. Like I can, we can talk about all the rest of, so what they've designed is total failure. Like it's total. I mean, if you want to get sick and overweight and obese and diabetic, eat according to the government's recommendations. I mean, they're literally creating this problem, <laughs> like no joke. And it's being wow. taught in our school systems. So what was happening with me is I was going in with my white paper plates and I was having people draw it in thirds, proteins, fats, carbs. And I would have people start lifting off what a protein was, what a fat was, what a, what a healthy carb was, right? And so mm. as I did that, I did that in, I mean, I got called from every school in our community to educate the nutrition classes, the fitness classes, the health classes, the biology classes. So I was literally, I mean, I've done over, I'm not kidding, 5,000 presentations on this. Wow. And so this is, yeah, I mean, everywhere. They'd fly me. I mean, I used to be workplace wellness. These big corporations would fly me. And one day I'd go to four power plants and their private jets educating <sighs> all the, the plant workers, right? That was a fun gig until one time I was caught in a windstorm and I thought by that little tiny plane with me and the pilots was going to go down. And that was the last one I did because that scared me so bad. But anyway, <laughs> that was a fear. That was, freedom and fear. I was one of it. I fear that day. I'm like, get me off this plane. Anyway, but long story short, so I would go into workplace wellness, schools, nursing homes. I mean, you name it. And I would carry in my little paper plates and I would hand them out. And people would educate themselves of what a protein, a fat, and a carbohydrate was. Well, what was happening is I'd be out in public, and people know me because I was on the news, right? This is, I mean, in North Dakota, we've got, you know, 600,000 people in the whole state. But I, I literally would be out in public, and people would say, Renita, they'd run into me at Target or TJ Maxx, and they'd say, you know what? You, um, you were in and educated us, and I took that paper plate, and I put it on the front of the fridge, and I've lost 30 pounds, and my husband's lost 50 pounds. My entire family eats this way. So now, I mean, I was going out, and I'm not kidding you. I would hear it five times a day. So one day, I was taking a shower, and I always say, Dr. Karen, my best ideas come when my mouth is shut. So <laughs> when I'm showering... When I'm showering and when I'm swimming, I get really good ideas. Anyway, and so I'm uh, I'm not jibber jabbering, but anyway, I was uh, in the shower and I had this idea like I need to actually create a plate. 
like a plate that people can use, like a visual tool, because the first stage of learning is visual. Our second stage of learning is auditory, right? So our ears, but our, fir our first stage of learning is visual. And so looking at a tool repeatedly is going to help somebody to win, which is why those people, they hung it on their fridge. I would actually tell them that, hang your plate on the front of the mm -hmm. fridge. Every time you go to eat, you know what to grab. So you're never just grabbing a carbohydrate all by itself. I mean, I was talking to teenagers that would go home and make three boxes of macaroni and cheese at once and yep. eat it all. And you want to talk about a blood sugar spike, their blood sugar goes up. They feel like a million dollars and then they crash, right? And then they feel like they're dying and, you know, hangry is real, right? And then what do they do? They don't say, well, give me a handful of almonds to levelize it. They're like, I need another carbohydrate. And then they grab the Mountain Dew, you know? So people live like this. And I'm like, hey, maybe you don't have a mental disorder. Maybe you have unstable blood sugar yep. because it actually regulates our hormonal balance, right? Blood sugar regulates insulin. That's, that's a big deal. Insulin is a big deal for hormonal balance, especially in, in women. But anyway, mm -hmm. so what happened was is, I had so many people coming up to me. I got this great idea in the shower. I got to create a plate. And I got out. I said to my husband, I think we're supposed to actually make a plate. Like instead of me carrying around stacks of paper plates, like that they're filling out, I feel like we need to just actually create one and then people can eat on it over and over and over. And then it's repetition because we know that after 21 days, you grow new brain trees. After 63 days, three patterns of 21 days, it's a new belief for you, right? Mm. So for me, I'm like consistency reigns. And so- I, um, I called the smartest friend I have. Um, his name is uh, Evan. And actually, he's had great conversations with David Schmidt as well because he's an engineer. But I called my friend Evan and I said, hey, listen, I got this idea. I think I want to do a plate. And he's like, you know what? I think we can make that happen. And so when they we, it finally came to fruition, right, um, we had 50,000 paper plates. We did a paper. The paper plate was the first kind of run on it. And we sold out. Dr. Care, we sold out of 50,000 paper plates. Everybody wow. wanted the plate. It was unbelievable because at the time I was doing a challenge for the state of North Dakota to lose, you know, 50,000, 100,000 pounds of fat. And so I was basically saying, we want all your fat. If you got fat, we want it. Like, I want these numbers because I had, I had another idea that I wanted to be in the Guinness Book of World Records for the most fat loss in a state. That was my idea. Well, Ooh. then I realized... I couldn't do all that because the Guinness Book of World Records was too stringent. And I was like, I couldn't get to all the locations I needed to get the data every single week um, because I would have people like I had the entire military, like all the guards, the National Guard soldiers doing it. And so they would weigh and measure every week and they'd call and report how many inches they lost wow. and how many pounds they lost. I mean, I would, I mean, so I had pockets of these small communities I don't know all over. Coordinated all that, but that was incredible. It was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. Anyway, so um, at the end, it was incredible, and we were actually featured on. I don't. I mean, I I don't care for CNN. I'll just be honest with you, but I was featured on CNN headline news. Um, wow. Because we we lost fifty thousand pounds of fat. We eventually lost a hundred thousand pounds of fat over the course of three years. But um, long story short, that's how it started. After we sold out and we came up with the bone china. Mm. I said to my husband, we need to do a clinical study because mm -hmm. people will say to me, is there any science on this? And as you know, Dr. Karen, there's a <laughs> lot of anecdotal, a lot of anecdotal stories. I mean, I could show you 5,000 before and after pictures here. Let me just show you one. Let me show you one right now. Okay. I, I literally could show you 5,000 before and after pictures of people that were in our community because people would take their before measurements. They would take their after measurements before pictures. And I would always say photos don't lie. So make sure that you take a picture of yourself and don't worry because that's probably the worst it's ever going to get. And so like, this is a friend of mine, Jill, amazing woman. She's beautiful in both pictures. Let's just be honest. Uh, but you know, much, much healthier on the wow. right, living life to the fullest with her kids on the beach, just changed wow. her life completely. But I could show you 5,000 of these. That's amazing. So for me, I knew the, I knew the plate work. Like I didn't think to myself, Oh, I wonder if this is going to work. Let's keep our hands or fingers crossed. I'm like, no, I've seen thousands of people. Like, I even shared with you that we went into the different indigenous people and the reservations in North Dakota. And, um, I mean, I was getting called from the government officials from Washington DC saying, what on earth are you doing with the reservations? We've never seen the drop in diabetes that we've seen in the last year. And I said, I'm a road warrior. I'm going to the community centers and the school gymnasiums and I'm getting all the families together great grandmas, grandmas, moms and dads, kids, grandkids. And we are gathering these 500 people and we are educating them how to take control of their health. 
And with this wow. tool, I said, it's called the plate. And so, I mean, so I could show you a lot of these, but, you know, everybody that's watching this, it's not just about- and so the study, anymore. was it for the indigenous folks? So the study was, no, what I did oh. is at the time I was still on the news and I actually did a call out on the news. So I went on and, and we were the NBC affiliate, right? So I went on um, that week and I said, hey, listen, I want everybody who's pre-diabetic or current diabetic to be part of this study, this clinical study that we're going to do here in, in combination with Dakota Pharmacy, um, which is here in Bismarck. And I said, I need you to be able to come to Bismarck because we want it. It needs to be uniform and relative, right? Like we need the same nurse and clinic to do all the intake and outtake. Right. And so um, my goal was to get 50 people involved. Um, and so the response was tremendous. I think at the end, we had um, 53 people registered for the study, which was awesome. And they came from all over. Some of them drove three hours to be part of the study. Um, and they would say to me, Renita, I have not been able to control my diabetes for 23 years. I'm on the highest um, amount of metformin. My A1C is not going down. And so, I mean, it was a real struggle for many of these people. They've been battling diabetes for decades, many of them. And so, and I also have this little graphic. Let me pull it up here. Um, that kind of happened. So we actually, instead of me showing you like the exact study, because it's kind of boring to look at all that, um, I actually had this, uh, I had this little thing I printed up for the first for women magazine when I was working on that little story that they did last year. Um, and I said to the lady, listen, I want to, I want to give you a little overview of what's typical with diabetes. And Dr. Karen, you probably can relate to this and understand this, but when people are type two diabetics, they go to their doctor and the doctor puts them on metformin, which usually is their first line. Metformin, if they're on there for three months, which, you know, an A1C is a typical three-month compilation of the blood sugar, right? So every three months they're going back and they're reestablishing that A1C. And typically when you get on metformin, doctors, your medical doctor will be thrilled if you have a 0.5 to 1.5% reduction. Like they're ecstatic for you. They're like, oh, the drug worked, right? And that's three months. And so Dr. Karen, when we did the study, I didn't have three months. I had time frames because we had events and things going on with our family. And I said, I have eight weeks to complete this clinical study. And um, the head nurse that was going to be kind of leading the charge, she said, Renita, you're wasting your money on this study. You're not going to have any results with A1C in eight weeks. And I said, oh, yes, we are. And I said, I've seen people like, I mean, I've seen blood sugar go from like 500 to normal in, in eight weeks. I've seen people lose 60 pounds in eight weeks. I said, and I, I'm not going to make this a weight loss thing. I told the nurse, I said, this is an A1C thing. I want to mm -hmm. prove the scientific uh, validation of lowering A1C using this plate, using this plate as a tool for eating. And so there were requirements, Dr. Karen, they had to eat on the plate three times a day, right? Because again, I'm trying to create a neural pattern. When you're looking right. at this plate, you're reading the protein, you're reading the fat, you're reading the carbohydrate. I had one gal that got rid of all of her uh, plates in her cover, all of them. And she ordered six packs of plates. So she had 12 PFC plates and she goes, I'm only eating on this plate for the wow. next eight weeks. I mean, she was committed. So she's like, instead of washing the same one over and over, I'm going to have my, my cupboard's going to be full of them. She says, because I find it's going to be impossible to cheat when I'm looking at this tool. Uh -huh. It's kind of a personal accountability thing. Anyway, so back to the study, mm. we didn't have 12 weeks. We had eight. So now I'm being advised by the nurse, don't do the study. You're totally wasting your time, energy, and these people's, you know, a time to come here. You're wasting your money because I'm paying for everybody's labs and all this sort of thing to get wow. done. And um, she says, I said, you know what? We're going to do it. I know we're going to see results. I said, maybe they're not going to be like as spectacular as they could be in 12, but let's see what we get in eight. So did you get any funding or you funded it all yourself? We, I funded it all myself. I was just wow. so certain of the results, Dr. Karen. I just wow. knew that it was going to work. Um, my belief was through the roof. So I wasn't thinking, ah, maybe I'm like, no, it's right, going to work right. for everybody that's doing this. And so my commitment was to every single week I had, um, we had a area here in Bismarck where I can weigh and measure everybody. I kind of, catch up with them. You know, I'm certified to teach 25 different modalities of exercise, but I didn't even make exercise a requirement. Isn't that something? I didn't say you have to walk every day. I mean, there was literally no exercise involved because a couple of our A1C diabetics could not walk at the time. Mm -hmm. Like they were doing, I was teaching, I said, you know, you can do chair size and that's a whole nother topic because I teach chair exercise classes. But anyway, um, but they could not, they could not walk. And so I said, listen, this is going to be nutrition only. Nutrition makes up about 75 to 85% of our metabolic rate. It's nutrition. You can't outwork a bad diet. 
You can't yeah. out-exercise a bad diet, right? And Thank so you. I knew that. I knew about the basal metabolic rate. I knew that 75%, you know, of our metabolism is totally the basal metabolic rate, which is controlled by our blood sugar. So I, I had a clear understanding of the science. But this is the results I have pulled up here. So remember, eight weeks, not 12. So can you see them there? So okay. the, remember, doctors would be happy. This is the top 10 participants we had. Doctors would be happy if they saw a 0.5 to 1.5% reduction on metformin in 12 weeks. They're jumping up and down for their patients. We didn't do it in 12. We did it in eight. Okay. Here's what happened. The average reduction we saw in eight weeks was not 0.5 to 1.5. The average reduction we saw was 7.2%. Blew it out of the water. Whoa. The largest reduction we saw was a 39% reduction in A1C. So participant one, 39% reduction. Participant two, 29% reduction. 20% reduction. 15%. 12. I mean, we had no one that had a 0.5 to 1.5. They all had greater than that. And we had eight weeks and no drugs. Think about this, wow. how crazy this is, right? And so, of course, we were doing um, blood pressure. We had a, a few different intakes that we were taking in, in addition mm. to the A1C, right? Like we're doing blood pressure. We're doing measurements of these people. We did weight, but for me, it wasn't a weight loss challenge. Like I've right. done weight loss challenges before, and then I implement like exercise, and I'm very regimented. With this, it was like straight nutrition, straight eating on the plate. What are we going to get out of this thing? And, um, and so the total inches that people lost, the average reduction was 20 inches. That's 20. I mean, think about a foot and a half of fat. That was the average amount. I wish I had a tape measure right here. A foot and a half of fat <laughs> is coming off of people. Um, that biggest reduction we saw was 29.5 inches. And so we're measuring different parts of their body, right? Even their neck, their arms, across their bust. And in fact, over at PFC Plate, I have the free measurement tool. So all of you at home, if you want to do it, you can measure yourself. I have a tool that tells you exactly how to do it and the places to measure. And um, just make sure that you have the same people measure you every time. Like you wouldn't want like your 14-year-old one time and then your husband the next because then it would oh. get a little creepy. Yeah, it, get a little hairy if you do it that way. You want the same person measuring each time. Gotcha. Um, but then the total inches lost, um, massive, right? And then the average weight loss we saw in that eight weeks was 8.4 pounds and 31 uh, was the largest that we saw. But as you can see here, 31 pounds, 22 pounds, 18 pounds. I mean, so, yeah. and again, this is no exercise. The intention of the study was not to lose weight. It was just to prove the efficacy of the plate to lower A1C. And so, so you literally, you're, they're looking at the plate and, and then the plate actually gives suggestions on what a protein is. Yep. what a carbohydrate is and what fats are. Yes. And then and so they what are. what you do is you measure it. So like on the plate there, Dr. Karen, when you look at it, it says women, three ounces. Right. And men are five ounces. And then kids are going to be three ounces as well, unless they're a toddler, then they just actually. So it's it's protein the size of your palm. Let's do this. Protein the size of your palm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Fat the size of your thumb. And you want fat every time you eat. Listen, fat mm. makes up our cellular walls, right? right? Like we need, if we don't have good cell health, we don't have good permeability of the cells. Nothing is uh, absorbing appropriately, nutrient-wise, right? So we need good cell health. So um, a thumb of fat every time you eat. I always say, fat's a good thing, Dr. Karen. Fat's a good thing. For years, they told us fat-free. Uh, right. No, fat's a good thing. Fat is good. And then, good. of course, yes. uh, a fist of carbohydrates. And if you'd actually measure that out as a female, you'd get three ounces. And this is usually, for most people, about 0.5 to 1.5 ounces, depending how big your thumb is. And then this is three ounces. So men, mm. men are bigger generally, right, with their bone structure. So men are five ounces. So men actually get one uh, and a half to two servings uh, of the protein, okay, protein, two servings of carbs, and more fat because they're men. And so if people don't want to use their hands, they can use an actual food scale. They're $12. You know, you can go buy them anywhere and get a food scale, set your plate on the thing. You can hit, hit a button called tear, T-A-R-E. That takes it to zero. People didn't know what tear means. It's a cool tool on a food scale. And you could put your meat on there. Okay. Three ounces. Get tear again. This is cooked. If yep. you're cooking. Yep. 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 Okay. Cook meat. Yep. And then three ounces of, and again, um, on the plate, it lists the carbohydrates. And at the top, Dr. Karen, you can see how it says vegetables and fruits are the best source. Mm. See how it says that? The best source. And so I prefer people to eat living carbs versus dead carbs. 
especially if they're really trying to lose the weight and lower the A1C. Um, I will also tell you this, God is awesome and God put in our food, in our bodies, natural ways to detoxify. So there's something in vegetables called indole-3-carbonyl and indole-3-carbonyl has been studied extensively to reduce the risk of breast cancer, right? Broccoli, and broccoli, so broccoli. Broccoli, <laughs> broccoli, cabbage, cabbage, right? Cauliflower, like yeah. all these great things are in um, our food. So they can actually help reduce the incidence of breast cancers and several other different types of cancers as well. But so my idea, uh, ideal is, you know, the fruits and vegetables being your source of carb. Now, do you always have to do that? No. Maybe some days you say, you know what, Renita, I just want rice. Okay, eat the rice, eat three ounces of it, right? So we really make it user-friendly for anybody, Dr. Karen. Like you don't have to, it's not so strict that if you don't do this, you're not going to have success. We all know life happens. Let's say you're at a birthday party, you have a cupcake. Well, listen, you don't have a cupcake, two glasses of wine, you know, <laughs> and, and, and the champagne. Those are all carbs. So when people say, what's alcohol? I'm like, it's a carb. Okay. And I'm not a big drinker and I, I'm not a big promoter, proponent when you're really trying to take control of your health that you drink large amounts of liquor because it takes four days for it to get out of your liver. But anyway, uh, but if you would want to have a glass of wine, don't have the cupcake. Or if you want to have the cupcake, don't have the glass of wine. You mm. know, in America, it's really interesting. We go out to eat, they bring us big old uh, things of, of GMO bread, right? Right. Big basket soda. of bread. First thing. Yep. 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 Big old sodas or glasses of wine. Right. And then you have a lot of carbs with your meal. As you see, the my plate is three fourths. The government standards are three fourths carbohydrates. And then they bring you dessert. I'm right. surprised most people don't fall into a coma after they eat like that. Well, sometimes I mean, people do fall into a coma, <laughs> a sugar coma. <laughs> a food yeah. coma, right? But anyway, the bottom line is, is um, so with the plate, it gives you the flexibility. We actually have a free resource here. Let me pull that up real quick so mm. you can see it. So your user, your user body can use the free tools that we have because I like free. Um, I'd love for you to purchase the plate too, but if you don't want to, you can get a lot of free tools um, that are absolutely free. So this is the website. It's pfcplate.com. Um, and when you click on this tools right here, Dr. Karen mm -hmm. in the middle, when you click on that, there's the body measurement guide. So you can literally nice. download that. And you could print that out. I tell you how to weigh and measure. Um, always take a before picture because you're never going to look the same again, right? So do that. Um, so that's one of the tools to use. Going back over there, here's the proteins and fats. Here's kind of an uh, extensive list. Now on the plate mm. that you have, it is a bird's eye view. So you have the basic, most common proteins, fats, and carbs, right? But if right. you want a little bit more extensive list, um, this is a list of foods. I tell people to download it when they go grocery shopping. And I actually am a big believer in highlighters. So I tell people, get a highlighter out and highlight the foods you love. If you say, Renita, I hate chicken. Well, then don't eat chicken. Okay. Right. So like you right. want to go on there and highlight the foods that you love. And then you basically have your grocery shopping guide uh, when you go to the grocery store. And then down here, we have the free unlimited portion sizes, right? So we've got things like stevia, We've got like asparagus as a free food. A lot of our leafy greens, those low-carb vegetables, you can li eat limitless amounts of them, right? Because, again, you're just increasing the indole-3-carbonyl and helping uh, the body to get rid of a lot of that old stagnant sludge that's been sitting in our gut for too long. So it gives you the list. So you got your list of proteins. There it is, the three ounces. Men is five ounces. Your fat, a thumb. Men's is a big thumb. Carbs for women is three ounces and five ounces or two-fifths for men. So you literally can do this anywhere. And this is why I would teach the concept at a workplace wellness event. They would take the plate home, put it on the fridge. They'd all start measuring their food and the whole family would get healthier. Like the entire family would get healthier. So that's really the family plan, Dr. Karen, um, because I have three boys and I see too many eating regimens where parents are eating something different and their kids are eating fast food. And I always think to myself, you're teaching foundational lifelong patterns right. as parents. This is not about they can burn through it. I hear parents say, they can burn it off. Listen, it's not about burning it off. It's about right. nourishing ourselves. Yes. It's about loving ourselves and teaching our children to love themselves enough to nourish their little bodies with food, right? Not abuse our bodies with food. So this is a free tool that everybody can use. Um, another free tool is a grocery shopping guide. So if you have questions about when you're grocery shopping, you can simply click on that bad boy and print it out and carry it with you to the grocery store. It's going to give you a bird's eye view of what to look for, especially like if you're buying nuts and avoiding the cottonseed oil and the soybean oils and things like that. So, yeah, that's yeah, uh, I think that's some people get overwhelmed because they're like, OK, well, 
I have this, and then then I gotta like look for GMOs. Then I gotta look for something organic, and and so then they just don't do anything because right. they're just too overwhelmed. And yeah. and what I'm hearing from you is is just start, right? And and okay, maybe it's not organic, or maybe it, start, yeah. and then as you you know go on, you can then go okay. Now I'm gonna be a little pickier about yeah. you know where I get my stuff because if if somebody's like, well, I have to be perfect. Renita, right? I have to get all organic and I can't find organic. And that's kind of a, a sabotage tool, you know, a sabotage thing where people say, well, I'm not going to try it because I can't be perfect. Well, what it is, is it's actually a neural pattern. And so we operate, I mean, 98% of what we do today um, is what we did yesterday and last week and last month and last year, Dr. Karen. So part of it is, is I always say we got to create a new um, way of thinking. You're literally kind of busting yourself out of that old pattern. And sometimes I literally would catch people and I'd say, is that your old self talking? <laughs> like when they would say things to me, is that the old pass up? Because we're either living from our past or we're creating our future. Right. And so right. I'm like, if you're repeating something over and over and it's holding you back, like if you know that it's holding you back and you're saying it out of your mouth, and if you don't know what you're saying, get around friends, they'll tell you what you're saying. I, mm -hmm. I mean, being a nutrition and a behavioral change specialist for 25 years, I can just get around people in a few minutes. I can catch where their hangup is, right? Yeah. And yeah. as we know, what thoughts lead to words, words lead to, I mean, all this comes down to eventually our belief system, right? It all becomes our, our dominant belief system. So part of uh, the retraining and their neurological approach of this is we're actually retraining the brain. And when you retrain the brain, that's when you can have ultimate success. You know, a lot of times people don't have success with weight loss because maybe it's too extreme. Maybe their families aren't doing it. Maybe they're eating on a plate in the corner by themselves. Um, maybe they, I mean, that's just what Right, happens. right. And then they don't have that so social connection. And so they associate their diet with disconnection. And that's painful. 100%, which is why fast food is uh, the demise, right, of our nation. Like going mm -hmm. through a drive through eating mindlessly in the car with screaming kids in the back. And they're all now screaming and eating. And it's just like, what are we creating here? Like I, we went to, you know, we went to this Italy over in Sardinia. The longest living people in the world live in Sardinia. And Dr. Karen, I ate, I don't ever eat bread. I'm gluten-free. I've been gluten-free for like, you know, 17 years. I go to there and I eat the bread. I don't get a stomach ache. I don't get constipated. I get nothing. I feel like a million dollars. Like I'm eating olive oil every day. I mean, olives. I'm eating this sheep cheese and I don't even eat dairy. I mean, sheep cheese. I mean, tomatoes with Celtic salt on it. Like I came back, I had lost two pounds and I ate like a horse PFC, always, always balancing, never eating carbohydrates alone, right? So if I'm eating the bread, don't worry, guys, I've got the chicken breast, I've got my fat with my cheese. So like, I'm literally eating like the still balanced approach, but I'm eating like these foods that I don't commonly eat. But you know what? They don't have herbicides, the pesticides, the GMOs, mm. the glyphosate. Nothing is sprayed with there. I've never seen so many bees in my life. Wow. Like, you know, yeah, that my, my sons go how come there are so many bees here? Like all we see is bumblebee or, you know, bees literally everywhere. And I'm like, that's because they don't spray. Oh my gosh. Wow. So, and honey, they're all eating honey. They put honey over their figs. I mean, just go to Sardinia for the food. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> like good. Is, is we don't have that. And, you know, they don't have fast food there. They, oh, don't have, okay. they don't have fast food joints like in Sardinia. Like, if you want to go get fast food, like you're going to sit there and they're like rolling out the dough, right? Like, I mean, it's like, it's, crazy. it's not that fast. <laughs> yeah, it's not that fast. And so the whole process is just much more loving and nurturing and nourishing, right? Like the mm. meals, are, you know, and so we've really, we've really gotten away from that in America. Um, we just are so fast paced with our nutrition. We don't give thanks before we eat. Yeah. There's a mindfulness that comes with even, you know, I was raised Catholic. So we always said grace, right? Right. Like blessing your food or, you know, blessing and having that intention, like this is here to nourish my body and thanking, thanking yes. God for that food. And I mean, it's also powerful. It all goes together. We just disconnect the mind, the body, and the spirit to sell different components of it. But the truth is, is we're all interconnected, baby. And, mm -hmm. um, and so when you start getting that connection, right, and retraining the brain with the new neural patterns, like I said, 21 days lays down a new tree, three patterns of 21 days, which is 63 days you get a new way of thinking and it'll change your life. And so, and it's hard to, you know, in the Bible, it says your eyes are the gates to the soul. And we all know that 
how when we've seen something traumatic, even as a child, you could I say, what's the most traumatic thing as you saw as a child? You could tell me right now because it left an imprint on our souls, right? And so we know that our eyes are the gates to our soul. So how about looking at the eyes with the nourishing foods that we should be eating? And mm. every time you're eating, you're literally thinking to yourself, I'm nourishing myself with this plate of food. And you're reading those, you're reading those food items. I had a gal say to me, I simply cannot take that plate and put unhealthy food on it. She's like, it's like Renita looking at me or something. She goes, I, <laughs> she goes, I, she goes Renita, Accountability. I tried to cheat. She said, I tried to cheat and I put the cheat food on there. She goes, I had to take it off the plate. She said, I had to take it off the plate. And she says, I couldn't even eat looking at that plate with that cheat food on there. And I said, well, I said, I hope that that's a blessing and not a curse. I said, I don't want to condemn you. I said, but, you know, conviction and to realize, you know what? I can do better. I'm worth it. Baby, yeah. I'm worth it. I can do more with my health. It's a big deal. So I could talk about it all day. We've just seen such tremendous success. I want everybody to have success um, with their nutrition because when you take your power back with nutrition, you take a lot of things back. You know, I mean, your brain changes, your your gut really changes. We know the gut-brain axis is real, Dr. Karen, right? We see mm -hmm. depression lift. We see people's, uh, you know, test scores go up. I see, I mean, I see different children a lot of times when moms change nutrition in the home. So, yes. I mean, I think that we have this indoctrination camp of the United States. I've got a medical doctor friend. He says that uh, this ADHD pandemic is actually created by the school systems because they have one way of learning. Yep. Right. And the kids are not allowed to express themselves and don't get the activity that they need. Plus, again, you look at what they're feeding at the lunch programs, which is based off of the my plate. Like these no. kids are consuming 150 carbohydrates per meal, like it's going to go up and it's going to come back down. Right. Right. And, and then so they, you, they wonder why they're half asleep. Yeah, they're falling asleep at two o'clock at their desk. Yep. Jeez, I wonder why. You know, it's you just literally dumps a. I mean, think about that, 150 grams of sugar divided by four grams per teaspoon. What is that? How many teaspoons of that is Dr. Karen? A lot of teaspoons. I mean, can you imagine? <laughs> That's like 10, 20, 30, 40. You're looking at 43 teaspoons of sugar, almost 40, about 40 teaspoons of sugar. That's a lot of sugar in a lunch. Like, can you imagine just opening a white bag? I used to do that when I would give uh, workplace wellness presentations. I would grab a can of Mountain Dew, right? Which yes. is 46 grams of sugar in a Mountain right. Dew. Let's round it to 48. That's 12 teaspoons. I'd have someone in the audience scoop the 12 teaspoons into a glass cup yep. because knowledge is power. And sometimes you've not been trained to say, holy Moses, look at all that sugar, right? Which mm -hmm. we now know, you know, reduces our immune system and so much more. But anyway, for every teaspoon of sugar, um, your white blood cell count goes down by about 500. And so, I mean, it's... It's, it's, it's not a good thing. And so we need to get control of our health. And I think the younger we do it, the better. So I'm a big proponent in moms leading their children and getting it right. Because when moms get it right, I think the whole houses win. Like when moms are getting it right, the kids are eating healthier. Generally, the spouses are eating healthier. And, you know, I want to make cooking a family affair. All of my boys, 23, 16, and 15, can cook full-on meals. What do you want to do? I love that. Yeah, this morning my uh my 16 year old uh made breakfast for grandma, and so oh. like you know this is this is this is the lost art of cooking mm. at home and teaching That's our so children beautiful. to cook. You know it's it's wonderful that we can do that, and uh, there's an intention that goes along with that too, right? Just oh loving and while you're chopping well, those vegetables and thinking about it, you know. Totally, so. I love that. And yeah. I was just curious, like with with some ethnic groups, like things are all mixed up. Do you have any suggestions for them? Like for example. A Chinese stir fry, for example, may have, you know, the vegetables plus the meat plus the oil all at once. So is there any suggestion you have for, for figuring that out? It's a really good question. And one thing that they could do is they could just, you know, um, put all of all the ingredients together. I would say that they should have a proper amount of proteins and carbs. But remember, some of the carbs are free. So if you have cabbage in there, like the other night I made soup and I put a bunch of cabbage. Cabbage is free. Right? right, so there's a lot of free foods if you're using arugula, which over in Sardinia uh, is called no, rocket. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love arugula. I put it on everything. Really? It's called rocket. I put it on top of the pizzas in 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 uh, Sardinia. But anyway, all that stuff is free, right? All those um are th those are that are, are indole three carbonyl or cruciferous or cruciferous vegetables um that are very good. So those are free. But if you're looking at more of the starchy um vegetables like your red peppers, like your carrots and things like that, yes. right? You could measure out three ounces. You could measure out your three ounces of meat um, and throw it okay. together. Or you could just go three ounces and three ounces, 
is six ounces. You know, oh, okay, give, me, okay. give me an give me an ounce for fat. Looks right. like I have a little extra cabbage in there. That's probably an extra ounce. Okay, now I've got eight ounces of food on my plate. You know, some of that is again not overanalyzing, just looking and saying, do I have a protein and a fat? and a carb all at the same time? Mm. Or am I just eating another banana? And bananas are great, but there's 21 grams of sugar in them, right? So we don't want to have those peaks and valleys with our blood sugar, because every time you your blood sugar peaks, the body says, fire out the insulin. I need to move that sugar out of the bloodstream, blood sugar, out of the blood back into the cells where I can utilize it. That's what, that's what, that's why the body fires out insulin, because insulin it grabs hold of his little buddy sugar and he says, let's go into the, let's go into the cells instead of out in, sitting in the blood here. Mm -hmm. But what happens is when the cells get full of toxins, of insulin, excess insulin, of, I mean, chemicals, essentially your blood sugar spikes, the body, the pancreas fires out the insulin. The insulin comes in there and grabs that sugar and tries to get into the cell and the cell is closed for business. It's like a clown car. You can't fit anything else in there. Right. <laughs> and then you're like, and then what does the body do? The body is so smart. Dr. Karen, it says fire out more insulin. Boom. The, right. the body fires out insulin again. Cause it's like, well, I got to get this sugar out of the blood into the cell. So it fires out insulin again. And that same process happens. And oh, the cell is full. I can't get in. And that is called insulin resistance. Mm -hmm. and that mm -hmm. is diabetes. That's and so right. what happens is, is when people um, understand that process, you don't want to spike your blood sugar anymore. You don't want to eat a banana all by itself, right? You want to have that balanced blood sugar approach because when your blood sugar is stable, you're not having those peaks and valleys where your body's constantly having to fire out that insulin. Now and I have that right there is going to save so many organ systems. Now, beyond diabetes, I did have a question for you based on my own personal experience, which I did not warn you I was going to ask you, but I thought just thought of it. <laughs> Okay, so, so, um, you, you know, here in, in, on the, on the, my, uh, on the PFC plate versus the my plate, we could have, even though it may not be the top choice, but you could have like a potato, right? Or, or sweet potato and, yeah. and your meat and your oil, that kind of thing. So, um, I was at a, at a spa last year and I got this book on food combining. Now, this is a very old, old, old book and you're probably familiar with it. So, and I was never taught in medical school, or at least maybe I fell asleep on that class, but now I never taught that, you know, proteins require acid and starches require an alkaline environment, right? So I always put them all together. It'd be like steak and sweet potatoes and whatever. But what was happening more recently was I was getting bloating. Mm -hmm. And uh, then I thought, well, I picked up this book and I thought, I'm just gonna try it. So there was this little free chart online and I started trying it. Now they, they say to eat the fruit alone. That being said, in the past, uh, there was no way I could tolerate that. You know, I, I didn't have the energy to stabilize my own blood sugar. But so, so, or they, you know, I would eat the, the fruit and then very soon at like 20 minutes later, start eating the rest of the stuff. And I've sure. noticed, um, a slimming effect and my husband actually released 10 pounds. He didn't think, but we didn't think he needed to release, but he got more muscular. He got more cut using yep. the food combining diet. So for the most part, we're doing that. So just curious if you want to comment on that. Yeah. I love it. You know, so for over the last 25 years, the food combining diet, the blood type diet, I mean, all of these diets that are out there, I think that there's wisdom in all of them. Let me just say that. I don't think any diet is like, it has to be this way. Um, the reason the plate seems to work is for me, it's always been more of uh, a blood sugar. When you stabilize the blood sugar, you are going to affect a lot of the other hormonal systems of the body, period. Mm. When your blood mm. sugar is out of control, it's, it's wreaking havoc on a lot of the other systems. I mean, like, for example, with PCOS. When I see women um, start stabilizing their blood sugar, their symptoms of P PCOS are gone. Well, why? Well, because you look at those different metabolic uh, hormones, right, that are affected. So for me, um, I do believe there's some truth, uh, obviously, in eating fruit by itself, um, because I do I do understand the concept. But keep in mind, when we're eating this blood sugar approach, we are eating, when you're looking at the carbs, fruits and vegetables are the best source. So we are eating some acidic type foods like the arugula, right? And all these acid type inducing foods, which are very, very good for our digestion as a whole. And we could do a whole nother talk just talking about digestive enzymes, which I believe is a major problem 
in our entire world, not just not just with diabetics, but literally with our population. I mean, we do not have the enzyme, the appropriate enzyme sufficiency to adequately, adequately digest and absorb the nutrients, which is why everybody, Dr. Karen, is not everybody. A lot of people are very nutrient deprived at this point, because even if you're eating you know, the orange over and over and over. I think that people's stomachs have been so tore up from the overuse of antibiotics, from chemicals, from Splenda, uh, from sucralose, from all these artificial everything that we've been putting into our, our mouths that we actually need a revamp. And so I actually suggest, it's a suggestion I have is that everybody should be actually taking digestive enzymes mm. when they eat. And I like does it help us I, encourage make our own by doing that at all? Or we can, but I tell you what, a lot of people. So the hydrochloric acid, so the acid reflux is a major problem in like the world, and people mm -hmm. think it's because they have too much acid. Um, the only way you're having too much acid, like literally, is if you have an ulcer. Outside of that, you don't have enough of acid in your stomach. Your hydrochloric acid, your your stomach is very very acidic, and it has to maintain that acid, acidity, right, to be able to digest and break down things. Well, what's happened over the years is people's stomach acid is not what it used to be. So what's happening is reflux or indigestion, it comes back up. They're thinking, oh, I, I have too much acid. No, if you have enough acid, when you consume the food, it actually breaks down the food and the food can go do its job. Like if the right. appropriate nutrients are launched right at a cellular level and our bodies can survive and thrive. But what happens is, is if we don't have that appropriate stomach acid, which a lot of people, I'm telling you, every day I talk to, I would say between three and five people that struggle with indigestion. And mm -hmm. indigestion is not a symptom of too much acid. It's a symptom of too little acid from a gut standpoint. So um, you can do it naturally and increase it slowly and gradually. Uh, but I think a lot of people on that process, I don't know, I think enzymes when you're starting any regimen, whether it's PFC plate or anything, is a really good thing just to give your body the kickstart that it needs. And once you get it back to more of a health healing state, I mean, the, the stomach completely repairs itself within a, you know, a, a week, seven to 10 days, the stomach is turning over, it's repairing itself, right? So you might not need to take those enzymes forever, but when you first begin, because the body, has, it's almost like the body has been lazy, right? The body's been lazy for so long that even if you're eating all this good food, you're not assimilating it correctly like you should be, right? Because the enzymes, the enzyme, enzymatic activity are not there. And so to answer your question, you got to do what works for you. And if you're eating food in an empty stomach and it seems to be working, keep doing it. Um, my challenge for you would be that eventually um, I would try to integrate because once your stomach acid is up to par, we should be able to do a little bit more food combining, right, without having any digestive upset. When you have digestive upset, it tells me, wow, you're really, you really are in enzyme insufficient, right? And so mm -hmm. enzymes are, I think, even uh, – bigger a bigger priority for me with my people that I visit with than even a probiotic because yeah I, I believe yeah. so I was taking yeah. systemic enzymes uh to literally clean the blood yeah you know right. uh, and that's on an empty stomach and then of course there's digestive enzymes you can eat before eating uh, a meal yeah. and uh yeah yeah and serapeptase and nanokinase right and that's yes. also really good to get rid of the um the adverse effects from that darn shot as well for a lot of people. Um, but anyway, yeah, so I think that definitely, I mean, both are great, but enzymes every single time you eat. And some people say, can I do something else? You could try a tablespoon of apple cider vinegar every time before you eat. I mean, it's fairly acidic. Our stomach acid is even uh, lower than uh, apple cider vinegar. Right. No, that some did people, not work for me. That felt horrible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that. some people that does not work for exactly. And so I like, a, um, and you have your own recommendation probably of supplements for your, your people, but I am... Um, I like always oh, a natural one. The standard process has a really great um, enzyme supplement that it comes with a little bit of the hydrochloric acid too. So another major thing that I find is when people don't have correct hydrochloric acid or the stomach, you know, the stomach acidity to break things down, they're actually low in betaine, betaine hydrochloride, right? Um, and then there's also one called trimethylglycine and people that have high levels of homocysteine or heart markers a lot of times they need extra betaine, which is in beets, by the way. So can you eat your way there? Yeah. Beets are a carb. Eat them. Right. So beets have betaine. Um, and so, but you could do it that natural way too. And say, instead of taking enzymes, hey, I'm going to start taking a spoonful of beets every time I eat to see if that mm. betaine in the beets. Yeah. I like the fermented, the na there's a farmer here that makes a naturally fermented beet thing. And yeah. I think that would be really good. Super yeah. good. Yeah, but that's betaine. And so betaine is what actually helps. That's why the old generation, Dr. Karen, had such great health 
and longevity um, because they ate beets, they eat beef liver, right? Yep. They ate free range chickens. Like everything was very natural. They grew their own gardens. Like it was none of this stuff that we have today. So I, I you know, I one time said on the news, we got to go back to eating beef liver and everybody thought I was nuts. And I'm like, no, it's really important because it has all of our B vitamins and B vitamins help with the methylation cycle of the body to help the body detoxify appropriately. So yeah, you know your stuff. <laughs> well, people are not detoxifying because they don't get enough B vitamins. That's another topic. But anyway, to answer your question, I would say enzymes are a really great thing to consume when you are eating on the PFC plate or really when you change your nutrition at all, because you might have some level of digestive upset, just like a dog. When you change the dog's dog food, you're not supposed to change it in a day. You're supposed to gradually do it. So what happens is you've got to let that body adapt, you know, let mm. those enzymes adapt, let that body self-heal, which is actually designed to do. So, yeah. Yeah, oh, that's that great. Well, okay, so pfcplate.com is where folks can get all those wonderful free resources as well as connect to uh, how to purchase the plate if you'd like to get that. Um, does it come in like singles, doubles, stacks? Yeah. How does it come? In a little box like this, and there's two plates in there, so you get two plates, and it's really great. On top of the, the plate, there comes a little, what did I do? I must have dropped it on the ground. A little insert that kind of is a little overview that yes. talks about, um, you can, I always say, open it up and put it on your refrigerator. It kind of has that food list for you. And then, uh, yeah, so it's a, it's just really awesome. So a husband and wife could do it together if they'd get a pack of plates. Um, it's funny. I have some people say, I'm not sharing my plates, get your own plates. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> get a couple extra that way you're not constantly washing them. Um, we did have them tested, uh, and they are dishwasher safe. People say, are they microwave safe? Well, I don't think you should be using your microwave. So that's my opinion on that. So I would never suggest putting a plate in the microwave because I don't even have a microwave. Um, but Me they either. are dishwasher safe. So that would be a really, um, it's a great tool to use again and again. And I'll tell you what, not only are you going to learn how to eat, if you have a family, your children will learn how to eat. I mean, I've got pictures of moms lined up with their kids, all eating on the PFC plate. And these Four-year-olds, six-year-olds, eight-year-olds all put the proteins, the fats, and the color on their plates mm. so they know exactly what that's supposed to look like. And so I'm like, the younger we start that as a family affair, right, the healthier families we're going to raise up. I just believe, Dr. Karen, in generations of health, generation after it. generation. Someone's got to stop the madness. Someone's got to break the cycle of sickness, right? That's right. So let it be us. Oh, that's Let perfect. Well, I was going to say final words of wisdom. I think you just gave it. That's it. Let's go. Let's go, girl. Oh, fantastic. Thank you so much, Renita, for spending your time with us. And congratulations on all your success uh, with the PFC Plate and, you know, with LifeWave and everything else you're doing. And I love you hearing about, you know, your faith and how you've really um, – you're putting it out there, you know, what you're doing. You're really, truly you, your authentic self. And, and that is huge and uh, a lot for people to aspire to. Uh, so thank you very, very much for being thank here. Thank you. I love you. I can't wait to hug you again. I'll see you at convention. That's right. We'll see you at convention. And right. we want to thank all of our Light Warrior crew and radio show audience for sticking with us and uh, for tuning in. Let's all get healthier together. Until next time. Bye, everyone. Take care and big love. Big love. God bless you. Bye-bye. <laughs>